Hey everyone, welcome back to Single Minded. I am your host, Hannah First. So things are going to go a little differently this week. Every day from Thursday to Sunday, we are going to release a shorter episode answering one listener question about dating. I am joined today with dating coach Audrey Claire from My Wing Woman to answer one of your questions. So today I am joined again by dating coach Audrey Claire from My Wing Woman for a quick episode where we will answer one of your dating questions. Welcome back, Audrey. Hi, Hannah. Nice to be back. I'm very excited to get stuck into some of these questions. So, Audrey how to tell someone you don't want to see them again. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is probably one of the most talked about, one of the most sort of icky, awkward, difficult, like causes of tension and conflict. And it can also be a really common breeding ground for self-sabotage or what I call dating knots, Mm. which is kind of anything that's making dating more difficult, more challenging, more frustrating, more fatiguing. So I definitely think that when it comes to telling someone that you don't want to see them again, sometimes it can be the simplest of, of encounters or the, the simplest of moments that make this quite difficult. So it doesn't even mean that you've, it's not even difficult if you've been seeing someone for many, many dates. It's actually sometimes just as difficult after one date. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it's always hard. Yeah. I never find this not difficult. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like sometimes a lot of the conflict comes up it's almost like, do I bother to let them know I don't want to see them again after a first date, for example? Yes. Well, I had a question specifically on a first date yeah. because this actually happened to me recently and I was like, was that was that the right thing to do? Like I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure. So I met a guy for a walk. Mm-hmm. We walked around the tan. We got back. We were like, oh, um, you know, nice to meet you and walked off. And I was fine, like, oh, I might, I would maybe do a second date, but like wasn't fussed either way. And he wrote me a message the next day saying there was no romantic spark and I probably felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. was like, okay. I, I mean, I I was fine, mm-hmm. I got over it, but is that is that good etiquette? Yeah, so I definitely think that as disappointing as it can be to be on the receiving end, at the end of the day, that guy's given you the gift of clarity and Mm -hmm. and he's actually respecting your time as well as his. So I think that even if it's just been the one date, I definitely think that if your values and, and the way you generally like to operate says that, you know, you like to respect other people, you like to respect yourself, your peace of mind, you know, your time, then often that would, that would point you in the direction of kind of, telling someone right and being just forth, mm-hmm. forthright around it often what gets in the way is this worry that either I don't know how to say it or I'm gonna it's mean <laughs> to let them know mm. and you're kind of worried about how they're gonna respond but recently I did a poll about this right and 97% said that they would actually really appreciate it if someone politely let them know that they're not romantically interested in taking things further. And the vast, mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority would rather be disappointed but clear versus being ghosted. Again, I think it was like mm-hmm. 97% would prefer to know where they stand versus just someone sort of ghosting them, right, even after yep. a first date. So I'm going to, like, give you an example of what you can say 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like one little clue that I'm going to include in this example is actually in your story already, which is that you mm-hmm. felt a little bit like he assumed that you were interested and he wasn't. Is that right? No, the opposite. He assumed that I wasn't interested. Oh, okay. And he said, I sensed that you feel the same, that there was no romantic spark. That's not word for word. Gotcha. He, he assumed there was no romantic spark, so said there's no romantic spark. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So at least he was calling out an observation. So he wasn't completely assuming it. And I think that that's really important. Yep. So what I would say is when it comes to letting someone down and just being clear about it, embrace assertive communication. And that means mm-hmm. that you need to be kind of potentially reframing what assertive communication means to you. So if you're feeling like, oh, it's mean to be assertive, then you need to remind yourself that assertive communication is all about being clear and expressing mm-hmm. yourself whilst also respecting your audience. So there's a really like dignified win-win quality to really good assertive communication. So remember, see it as respect, not being mean. And I think, as we've already said, like if you're not sure about where they sit, so let's assume that, you know, the other person hasn't like, you know, declared their undying love for you already, you know, because this obviously Mm. wouldn't work if they had. Make sure that your message doesn't assume that they are interested, right? So you could say something like, I don't know, let's make up a random name, Matt, right? Hey, Matt, Mm -hmm. thanks again for the drink last night. I enjoyed meeting you, but I do feel it's important to be upfront and let you know I don't feel we're a romantic match. You may even be feeling the same way. I wanted to be honest and respect your time. Take care and best of luck with the new job, for example. I need to write this down. Everyone, this is a copy and paste job for me. (laughs) I love that. That's really good. And 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 like having some throwback to the conversation that alludes to like, you know, best of luck with because what you're saying, the thing about that is that that text, right, or that communication is coming from a place where you've resisted the urge to water it down. And sometimes I see examples where it's like you want to express something, but you kind of only go 20% of the way and you end up confusing someone instead of helping them feel really clear, right? So you want to be crystal clear without being harsh. And Mm -hmm. part of that is also realizing you don't owe them a why, right? So, Mm. you know, when that guy texted you, he didn't rattle off like all these reasons why. He just let you know, Mm. right? To be honest with you, I really appreciate, he actually also sent me a link to something that he had spoken about that he thought would be relevant to my work. Okay. I really, I actually was like, this guy is so mature. He's almost too healthy and mature for me or something. (laughs) Like I was just, I'd never had an interaction that mature before and I was pleasantly surprised I was also felt a little bit rejected but I'm assuming that that's a normal feeling in these situations yeah and and I think like on that point a lot of the time if you're worried that someone's feeling super rejected and really disappointed of course someone's going to feel if they were really interested they will be a little bit disappointed but if it's worded in a way that's clear and sounds respectful, they might be disappointed, but they're going to accept it, right? Mm. And that's really important because you don't, you really don't owe them all of this rationale at that, especially if it's only been a date or two, right? And if they're asking mm. for that kind of stuff, they're not really respecting your boundary because that that communication is in effect a boundary. You're saying this is where our time together kind of finishes. <laughs> um, and well, I've heard of people asking for feedback. 
Yeah, and you is know, that a no-no? I feel it's a little bit on a case-by-case basis, I think, because mm-hmm. if they're asking and you think it's coming from a growth-minded place based on your assessment of the person, then maybe you're doing them a favour by just saying, you know, like you've got to word it in a way that is constructive. But let's say, you know, I don't know, can you give me an example of like what might cause you to not want a second date? Usually for me, if there's like, yeah, it's if there's no chemistry. Like so I went on a date that was just, and you've just reminded me, I have to respond and say <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah. Oh my, I'm going to use your help go, actually go in responding to that. But with him, he was so, I just loved chatting. He was super funny. We had a really like great friendship connection. Mm-hmm. There was no physical chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the most common in my, that's my most common reason. Okay. So if he in theory reached out and said, so is is it all right if I just ask for some feedback, Mm -hmm. what would your gut tell you you wanted to say to him? There was no negative feedback on him. It was literally just about there was no chemistry. Exactly. So think about that. Think about what's authentic and think about what's constructive and what's compassionate Mm -hmm. because I think if it's constructive but not compassionate, then there's you're, you're probably not really helping that person. So in that case, you don't want to be trying to put your finger on something that you can't even put your finger on yourself, mm. right? So you might just want to say, you know, it's really nothing personal. I think you just know when you know. Um, I just didn't feel we're a romantic match, but I wish you all the best. You know, like yeah. you don't need to g- drill into all of this stuff. Um, and generally, if someone's really pushing for feedback and you feel like it's not coming from a growth-minded place where they're, you know, where they're genuinely looking for like constructive input, then don't get mm. drawn into a conversation with someone who's maybe just a bit more insecure and looking to like cling on to hope, right? And I think this is where you've got to really just trust your gut about mm. where what place you feel like someone's coming from. Does that... Does that kind of sit yeah. well with you, Hannah? Oh, to be honest with you, I felt that that was more of a reflection on me. I actually got home from the date <laughs> and I went up, I saw, I saw my mum and I was like, I don't think I like easygoing people. I don't think I'm attracted to easygoing. That was like the takeaway because I was like, there's nothing wrong with this person. It was really a reflection of me, I think, more yeah. than him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole <laughs> I've said this to you a that's few a whole, times, Hannah. That's a whole other episode, Hannah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's for my own therapy session, and, you know, with my therapist that I'll need to unpack. So if you want to go and hear more from Audrey, uh, where can people find you? Yeah. So the best way to find me is to head to either my website, which is mywingwoman.com.au. And that's where you can find more information about workshops, which I do all the time, or ways that you can work with me one-on-one. Or you can just head to Instagram and my handle there is at my.wingwoman. Thanks, everyone, for joining me this week. I really hope you learned something. We will be back next week with a regular episode. But if you enjoyed this mini-series, please let me know at Hannah First on Instagram. Send me a DM and we can definitely do some more of these question and answer episodes. So see you next week.